This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 weeks in now, where do you think this defense stacks up? As far as what? In, in the NFL. We're the best defense, for sure. Starting. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, with you on a Monday 40 Minutes from the Lightning Bats. We will look ahead to Week 16. Our first thoughts on the board for Week 16 coming up in about 20 minutes. Right now, let's talk some NFL Week 15 takeaways. Trayvon Diggs there, the voice after a pick yesterday. A win for the Cowboys. And Joe, they're doing it with their defense. Again, I, Dak Prescott played better yesterday, but the offense was not humming against a bad Giants team. That was a defensive game in the Meadowlands yesterday as uh, as the fans sipped on their free medium Pepsis as they watched the Giants get beat up. <laughs> but it's a defense. Three picks of Glennon. Diggs with one. That's, that's the Cowboys right now. And when you couple what happened to Arizona yesterday and what happened to Tampa yesterday, do you know who the two seed right now in the NFC is? Cowboys. The Cowboys yes. sit in the two spot because they have the tiebreaker conference record with three teams tied at 10 and four. They get Washington. They get to host Arizona in two weeks and they go to Philadelphia. If the Cowboys win out, they're going to be the two seed in the NFC and, and, and maybe have two playoff games uh, before a title game. So at home, I mean, so they're, they're playing well and their defense is the biggest reason why. After hearing from Trayvon Diggs there, I pulled up the FanDuel defensive player of the year odds. And as I pulled it up, the favorite changed. T.J. Watt just became the favorite. At plus 250, Miles Garrett, we're waiting on his performance tonight. He's the second favorite at plus 300. Micah Parsons, plus 350. So we've got 250, 300, 350, and Trayvon Diggs is a fourth favorite at plus 700. Who's going to win? I have no idea. Kind of a it quiet is, game from Parsons. That's the hardest year. race right now. Coach, throw them all out there. MVP's a, a great debate. Same thing with Coach of the Year. We'll get more into that tomorrow. And, But I think the Defensive Player of the Year is the toughest call by far because there are so many players that are just neck and neck, and any of them can take it. And I'm yeah. not even talking about the guy I like, like Nick Bosa at another sack yesterday. I feel like for Parsons, he's got to have splash plays, right? The other guys just get their one sacker game, per game or whatever. He's got to have yeah. a splash play, like a forced fumble or an interception. He only had the one tackle, one pass defended yesterday, but it was a block game, and his defense dominated. What do we think about Dallas? We've kind of, you know, we talked to them a lot early in the season. I think we all recognized a month or two ago, Joe, they were going to win the NFC East. You know, I think we said when Dak hurt his calf, we're like, he could sit out a month and they're still going to win this division. It's not been any drama with them since Dak came back from his injury. They've been up, they've been down. But the interesting part for me right now just continues to be their defense. I mean, yesterday they did it again, holding the Giants to six points. This defense is really good. And the NFC right now, that could be good enough to get them to a, a, a top two seed. Yeah, Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon's on the other side. Right. Multiple interceptions like we told you was going to happen. And they had 99 passing yards against this defense. So is it more so the defense? They've been creating turnovers all year long. 
or is it more with everything the Giants cannot do? I, you're, they're the two seed. They could be the one. I don't like them. I don't because like of them. Dak, because of the offense. It's it's a lot of things. It starts with the head coach, and now the strength of your team is not a strength. It's actually been more of a weakness. It feels like if you look at some numbers last four to six weeks, they've been bad. It's not average going from elite to above average to, or, or even average. Right. No, it's going from elite to bottom five. That's what they've been doing. And I don't look at yesterday and say, oh, it's completely changed. The offense is back. They still have red zone issues. Last two games, they are three for 11 in the red zone. I think they're one of those situations you could throw out because they were taking a knee. But they're still having some red zone issues against some weak teams. I'm, I know it's just you, you cruise, and they probably weren't completely up for the game, even though it was a divisional matchup. And they can clinch. They can clinch if Washington loses tomorrow. Correct? Yeah, Eagles win because they would clinch yeah. the um, strength of victory tiebreaker over the Eagles. So even if they split, yeah. the, they'd be it. They did have four more takeaways. And, you know, my big hesitation isn't only the head coach, isn't only the offense, is can you really trust this defense to keep this rolling? So once we get to the playoffs and they're going to be in a very good spot, are they going to continue to turn the ball over? I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say yes. Yeah, I, I think their seeding is going to matter a lot if you like them or not. So right now, to win the NFC, they have now moved tied third. They're tied for third in the conference. The favorite is the Packers, plus 240. Bucks plus 280. They are now tied with the Rams at plus 550. Cardinals are down to fifth at plus 650 to win the conference. So, so big shifting there within the NFC. Look, if Dallas gets the two seed and they get to take on a Minnesota or the Eagles or no. Saints, I mean, you could very easily see their defense doing well and they win and they move on. They get another home playoff game. If they're in the 3-6 range, Joe, and they get the 49ers – they could lose that game. They're in the four or five range. They get the Rams. They could lose that game. Those those teams come in with better offenses right now. If you're taking a shot with one of these NFC teams, and I know Dallas, there's a there's a chance for them to get that by, which would be quite advantageous. Wouldn't you just rather take San Francisco at Fando right now, twenty eight to one? You can find them around thirty at most places, as opposed to Dallas at twelve to one. Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, and I I brought this up a few weeks ago, and it's I just think it's interesting. Look at the NFC. The teams that will be in the playoffs, or at least we can guess, right? We know. Tom Brady, he's done this a million times. Aaron Rodgers, he's done this a lot. Kyler Murray, never done anything in the postseason. Matthew Stafford, never done anything in the postseason. Dak has one playoff win. Kirk, one playoff win. Obviously, Jalen Hurts never been there, and whoever Washington's going to put out there and Taysom Hill. The only other quarterback in this conference to make a postseason run is Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, he's done this before. As much as he's the one people don't trust, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know what these other teams' quarterbacks will do in the playoffs. I mean, Ky- Kyler's not looking good right now. Not even at the playoffs yet. It's funny that the 49ers have come full circle. Before the season, we talked about them as a Super Bowl team, and now it's like, why yep. not? I, I forgot. I still have a ticket at a not great number on San Francisco from before the season started. Kind of just pushed it to the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, that's a loser early on. Well, what's happened? They've won five of six, six of their last eight games. The yards per play, off the charts. They stand out every single week. Atlanta right. game on Sunday, it was 7.1. And Jimmy G, since week eight, entering the week, he is a fourth-best QBR in the NFL. It's been, it's been really, really good. He's been everything they've asked for. 
and the defense, you have to give them a lot of credit. I know you could put blame on the Falcon side. Falcons backers at plus nine and a half are really ticked off because how many times are they not going to score inside the five, inside the 10 yesterday? That, that, that was kind of a bad beat, but the final was 31 to 13, guys. 31 to 13. You have to, you have to consider that as well. But uh, they showed up in, in the right spots. God, do the Falcons stink. I oh, mean, ag- again, again yesterday, going against an above-average team, and they're going to get housed. And that's exactly what happened. Um, they are they're now, what is it, 0-4, 0-5 against teams with above 500 records. The, the entire point differential, which is in over minus 100, is all against these good teams, just blowing them out. Is the NFC West still up for grabs here? So here are the odds, and I'll give you the standings as we sit right now, and obviously the Rams are going to play the Seahawks tomorrow night. Cardinals yeah. are minus 210. They are at 10-4. and four. Here's what they have down the stretch. They host the Colts on Saturday. They go to Dallas, and they have Seattle in the final week of the season. The Rams are 9-4. and four. They will play the Seahawks tomorrow night. San Francisco is 8-6. and six. And they have some winnable games down the stretch. I believe I believe San Francisco uh, has Tennessee this week on a Thursday. I think they have the Texans after that. And they finish with the Rams. They are at 50-1 to one to win the division. They'd have to win you, out. They'd have yeah. to win out. When you say up for grabs, do you mean those three teams or just between the that, that it's Cardinals or nothing? Well, I was yeah, I was thinking, is it still up for grabs? Like in the Cardinals? Because when the Rams win tomorrow, they're going to be ten and four, tied with the Cardinals here. So that seems like there's a lot of value there as touchdown sure. favorites tomorrow. I just the Niners' angle is interesting to me. They have you to win out. Well, if they win out, they're eleven and six. Yeah. Titans, Texans, Rams. We know how but, Shanahan's done well against the the Rams before. They'd have the the tiebreaker over the Rams Rams for sure. Now, I don't know how it would work in a three-team tiebreaker because their division record is only one and four, so they can only finish two and four in the division. That might kill them. That would do it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That would do because you the second tiebreakers division record, correct? So he, here's the only way it could happen head Arizona head. would have to lose out, Arizona would have to lose out, and they'd ha- and the um, the Niners would have to win out. I think that's the way it'd have to work. So then it would just be a one to one, right? Them and the Rams would be in a tiebreaker, would go head to head against the Niners for the Niners. But you, but you know what? Yeah, chances are it won't happen, but at 50 to one, is it worth something? So I think if you think the Titans, if the 49ers are going to beat the Titans on Thursday, you might as well just take the 49ers to win the division of 50-1. to Because then there'll be a Texans win and a Rams win away from having a shot. All right. Let me – I mean, I've got to write, write all these down. We're, like, collecting 50-1s to this morning. I know. We are. <laughs> Should we be looking at the Ravens to win the Super Bowl and the Niners to win the NFC West at 50? 
Do you think the Colts are going to beat the Cardinals on Saturday? What's your read on that game? Early read. My first thought is that is a big-time letdown spot for Indianapolis. But I hate the way Arizona looks right now. I like Detroit getting all those points. We took them in the contest at 12 and a half. Loved it. Uh, loved betting it at 13. And I understand if you bet spots why you would fade the Colts. But between those two teams right now, give me Reich. Give me Reich over Kingsbury, right? Of course. Yes. I mean, if, if that happens, we're, like the dominoes will start to fall. We could have a scenario by next Monday. Where the 49ers are what, 10 to 1? It, it doesn't take a lot. Like, it just takes yeah. Cardinals losing to the Colts. They beat the Titans. And I think the Rams almost are independent of this because they could pl- they'll play them one more time. And they can catch them and beat them. Wow. I've got to tell you, I mean, you, you shop around right now. You look at some other spots. They have the odds cut in half from what FanDuel has right now. Like, I'm just looking around and I see San Francisco 25 to 1 compared to 50 to 1. So that 50 is not going to last if yeah. you're interested. And it's one of those things where it could blow up this weekend, right? They lose to the Titans. It's over. 100%. 100%. Lose to the Titans. That's funny. God, sure they, are, they are one of the best fades in the NFL right now. Are they going to blow the division? I don't think so. They still have the Texans left on the schedule. Man, you're going to get me to waste a lot of money. <laughs> you, know what the, you know the Colts are only 5-1 to one to win the division? That's interesting. Five to one. That seems like no, no. Way more value. It should be a bigger number. I thought it would be a much bigger number than five to one, and that's what I'm seeing everywhere. What was it before Saturday? Oh, had to be over ten. Yeah. Um, Packers are pulling away. By the way, to be the number one seed in the NFC, minus three fifty. Yesterday shifted things significantly. Yeah. Uh, Matt LaFleur, three division titles in three years, and I know a big part of it is having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback and the trash that resides elsewhere in the NFC North. But we do have to give him a little bit of credit. You wake up today, and LaFleur is now the second favorite to be coach of the year behind Belichick. That's how much people sold on Cliff Kingsbury, the sports betting market. He went from right there with Belichick to now below LaFleur at 12-1. to 13-3? Thirteen and three could go fourteen and three this year. And one more thing, I thought about as I was watching that game last night. Can we? Yeah. Like, I know Aaron Rodgers is looking good right now, MVP, co-favorite, had a great, great year. Yeah. But like, does anyone ever want to acknowledge that his criticism of the organization is wrong? They know what they're doing. Like, they drafted AJ Dillon. He was upset, right? Another backup running back. They're not winning without. Like, they know what they're doing. They always take good players. How many injuries have they had? And they're still humming along. Like, I know he's the biggest part of it. But, like, this thing formed over the last couple of years, like, they're doing wrong by Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he's great and his organization knows how to find good players. They always have good players. They still don't have Bakhtiari out there blocking for him. Jair Alexander, he didn't play this weekend, right? Yeah. He's still out. He's still missing him. Yeah. And But they, they find a way. They have depth on that team. Right. I, I hear a lot of Packers fans always complain that they don't add it in the secondary. They don't add it in the secondary. Well, those are the same people that were very happy with Stokes most of the year until yesterday. They're, they kind of remind me of the Ravens. Like, they never they don't spend big in free agency. They don't get big players. And yet, they just draft and they develop. And, like, they're, there you go. They just win all these football games. I just yeah. It's just funny. He complains. And yet, all these guys are there because they draft them because they don't give away draft picks. They don't give away compensatory picks. They're just like, they're there. 
Who, Horvat or Rogers? Said he. Oh. <laughs> I love salty Horvat when Rogers is playing well. He's just yelling to nobody. It's funny to watch. I know exactly. He's yelling to nobody. Nobody's everybody upset. understands. Nobody. He should. Who do you think should be the favorite right now? Who, if you're running a book, who would you make the favorite? Brady or Rogers? Rogers. I'd still have Brady, but man. Four games, 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions. You know what sticks out to me watching the Jordan Love game? feels like I, I saw what happened to them when he didn't play, and sometimes that's all you need. Joe O, Joe G, it is BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sports. We'll come back. Our first look at Week 16. Yes, with four games left in Week 15. We'll dive ahead to next week right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.